Hello and welcome to a new experimental aspect of Just Plain Sense in which we hope to feature selected news stories from time to time. In this episode, some interesting research about migrants and news about a root and branch review of human rights in Britain. First, migrants say that discrimination undermines their sense of belonging in Britain. A report published on the 19th of March claims that nearly half of minority ethnic residents, including Muslims, said they had experienced race discrimination and 30% of recent Muslim migrants had experienced religious discrimination. This was cited as a key barrier to a sense of belonging in Britain. The report, Immigration, Faith and Cohesion, published by the Joseph Rowntree Foundation, was written by a team at the Centre on Migration, Policy and Society, COMPASS, at Oxford University. It looked at what factors contribute to or undermine community cohesion in three urban areas in England with large migrant and Muslim populations. According to the report, most migrants felt that there was no conflict in having a sense of belonging to both Britain and their country of origin. 60% of long-term Muslim residents born outside the UK said the people most important to them were in Britain. Co-author Hiranthi Jayawira from Compass said, Evidence suggests that it's discrimination and the perception of being unwelcome, rather than attachment to their country of origin, that reduces migrants' sense of belonging in Britain. The researchers say that 99% of recent Muslim migrants strongly emphasised democracy, justice and security as the top reasons for living in Britain. They also found that Muslims and non-Muslims shared a common concern about the problems of crime, drugs and pollution in the areas where they lived. A good introduction to life in Britain through established communities was found to be a key way in which Muslim migrants were helped to, to integrate with wider British society. In the areas studied, new migrants relied heavily on established Muslim communities for the support and advice they needed on first arriving in Britain. Recent migrants from non-Muslim backgrounds in these areas said they also felt more isolated. Co-author Tifal Chowdhury said, The report shows the importance of family and friends in providing support for new migrants. She added, consideration should be given to how the role of established communities can be enhanced within a broader strategy towards the induction of new migrants into employment and community life. The findings also challenge perceptions of Muslim women as being isolated from wider society. The researchers looked at how different groups interact with each other and found that Muslims, including women with family responsibilities, interacted with people from other religious and ethnic backgrounds in different settings and broadened their social networks over time in the UK. Both new migrants and established residents emphasised the important role played by schools, colleges and workplaces in bringing local people together. And moving on next, the Equality and Human Rights Commission has launched an inquiry into human rights and British attitudes to them. The inquiry, announced by the Commission's Chair Trevor Phillips, will be chaired by Dame Nuala Olone, the former Northern Ireland Police Ombudsman, who led the investigation into the Omar bombings. She is expected to deliver her final report in December 2008. Trevor Phillips said that the inquiry will be a full, frank and most importantly independent appraisal of how human rights works in Britain. The announcement comes 10 years after the Human Rights Act and close to the 60th anniversary of the UN's Universal Declaration of Human Rights. 
According to the Commission, although human rights have featured in British law now for nearly a decade, a recent NOP poll had shown that the term human rights still prompts blank or mixed reactions from a large proportion of the British public. According to the poll, 40% have either not heard the phrase human rights or are unable to name any of the protected rights or don't know if they support the legislation. Nevertheless, 47% supported human rights laws in Britain. The poll showed that 56% agreed with the statement that people only talk about their human rights when they're trying to get something they're not entitled to. 68% agreed that the government is, quote, more concerned about the human rights of minority groups than those of the average person. 81% agreed that there are some problems with human rights in Britain, but only 23% agree that the media reports human rights stories fairly. However, the poll also revealed that among those who were familiar with the term human rights and who understood what at least one of their rights would be, the majority was supportive. EHRC staff say that the inquiry will separate myth from reality and will seek to confront and engage both critics and supporters. In addition to in-depth research, public polling and focus group work, the Commission says that it will convene a series of public evidence sessions where it will hear from expert witnesses. Trevor Phillips said, Since the Human Rights Act came into force, it's faced many criticisms and some would say it's lacked a powerful advocate. According to him, he says, too many now view it as a charter for miscreants, especially criminals, terrorists and others trying to exploit the system. He added, the Commission has an important role to play in separating myth from reality and embarking on a full, frank and most importantly independent assessment of human rights in Britain. Interestingly, there is some anecdotal evidence, he says, to suggest that once the individual aspects of human rights are explained, the public feel more positive about the issue. But, he says, our role is not simply that of advocate, challenging the perception that human rights doesn't bring benefits to a wide range of people. He says, we will also act as critical friend, exposing any barriers that, in reality, mean human rights are not enjoyed by as wide a range of people as they should be, for example, those in private care homes. The final report is expected in December 2008.